In the gospel reading, Jesus is brought a deaf man who perhaps being deaf had a speech impediment. He takes the man off by himself, puts his fingers in the man's ears, spits, touches the man's tongue, then looking up to heaven, he commands the ears to be opened. The man is healed. Let me demonstrate this action. Let's just assume Jesus was standing there when the deaf man was brought to him. He takes the deaf man off to the side and he sticks his fingers in his ear. Pooh! Touches the man's tongue with his saliva on his fingers. Gross. But then, he knows who his father is in heaven. And the man is healed. Awkward and weird, but highly effective. Awkward and weird nonetheless. Reminds you of the story back in, in John chapter 9. And if you recall, Jesus healed the blind man by taking some dirt, making little mud patties, wiping it on the man's eyes, telling him to go to the pool of Siloam and wash his eyes out. The man obeys and does it and is miraculously healed. Awkward and weird, but highly effective. You know, throughout his earthly ministry, Jesus boldly entered into socially uncomfortable situations. He interacted or rubbed elbows with the outcast, people who much of society avoided, the sick, the lame, the lepers, tax collectors, and women of ill repute. But you see, Jesus and each of these people saw the divine image of God. And with that vision, he, he brought healing, he brought deliverance, he brought restoration and forgiveness. Just showing how compassionate he was and showing his miraculous power to bring in the kingdom of God. Often in weird awkward ways. I'll illustrate with a personal story. I have a friend, I'll call him Jack, make him anonymous. My friend Jack is a man of strong faith. I mean, when I see him, every time I talk to him, he just exudes the, the presence of God and the Holy Spirit within himself. One day, he and his wife were spending the night in a downtown area of a very large city. And when they were about to enter the building where they were going to spend the night, they heard a commotion across the street. There was a homeless man, perhaps mentally challenged, loudly ranting and raving about something. And he was causing a very uncomfortable stir in the area. He and his wife 
scurried quickly into where they were staying, locked the doors, and went to sleep for the night. The next morning, something told Jack, I wonder about that homeless man. Something or someone told Jack within his mind. I imagine who that is. You got it, Holy Spirit. And so Jack looked across the street and saw the homeless man was still there. So Jack walked to the nearest McDonald's, picked up a meal, walked across the street, and approached the man and said, have you had breakfast this morning? The man said, no. So Jack handed the man a happy meal and said, God bless you. The man's countenance changed and he looked at Jack and he said, man, God bless you too. Jack brought the kingdom of God into that inner city area with his happy meal. How can we give happy meals in our lives? We certainly can volunteer at places like New Hope Ministries. There's a note in our bulletin about it. And our sister uh, parish, St. Francis of Assisi, has a food kitchen where they serve the hungry and the poor, and we can always work there. But we can give a happy meal to others, to those we come in contact with in our everyday lives. Those who are going through difficult times, physically, mentally, emotionally. And as most of us know, often needy people can be the most difficult people to relate to and interact with. We all have people in our lives that challenge us. And there are those who, for many reasons, we often would just like to avoid. But as believers in Christ, we're called to follow his example. In his second letter, St. Peter writes, His divine power has given us everything for life and godliness. And we may become participants in his divine nature. In other words, we have power to follow the lead of Jesus Christ. In closing, I'd like to give you three points on how to give away a happy meal. Number one, simply pray an interior prayer or in your prayer time, just ask the Lord, who in my life needs a touch from you? Who needs the kingdom of God in their life? Who needs a happy meal? Number two, when he shows them or brings them to your mind or he brings them across your path, just ask the Lord, Lord, show me that person through your eyes. So many times we get distracted by the details, by humanity's fall, by the dirt and grime of humanity. 
of broken relationships, of poor formation, of lousy family lives. And people respond in certain ways, and that we cause that often to get, we get distracted by that. But when you look at someone through God's eyes, you can awful, often see through that minutia. Our, our, our Lord will open our eyes to see them like he does. And then number three, reach out to, engage, or interact with the person. You know, folks, love looks like action. In our, in our reading today, St. James often talks about that. You can have the best of intentions in your heart, but if you don't do anything, perhaps you might want to question how deep your love is. Our human instinct may be to avoid that tension. Often dealing with difficult people, there is an, an, a, a tension with inside of you. And it'd be much more easy to just step away and even within yourself, so I'll pray for them on the side. But often these actions involve actual physical action. It may be a kind word. It may be a prayer with them. It may even involve money. But perhaps a simple smile. Again, one, ask God to bring them to your mind. Two, look at them through God's eyes. Three, engage and interact as our Lord leads you. Brothers and sisters, let's bring the world a happy meal. Amen.